welcome back to Music Therapy and Beyond. My name is Maggie, and this is my first podcast with Music Therapy and Beyond. I'm so excited to talk about today's subject because it answers some questions that I've also had for a while now, but never really took the time to answer. Before we jump into the episode, I'm going to share briefly a little bit about me and my journey to music therapy. I am originally from a small town in Kentucky and grew up with two parents that are avid music lovers. My mom was actually my band director throughout middle school and high school. I thought I wanted to go into nursing for a while, but my mom found an article about music therapy online and sat me down to read it. After I read that article, it just immediately clicked and I knew this was what I was going to do. From there, I found a college with a great music therapy program, shout out to University of Dayton, and completed my undergraduate degree there. I then had a six-month internship at University Hospital's Connor Integrative Health Network in Cleveland, Ohio, which was completed during the pandemic, let it be known, and took my board certification exam about a month later. All of this has led me to where I am today, and I am so grateful to have a job that I love and some wonderful co-workers by my side. Now, back to what you really came here for. going to talk about wellness. Some of the questions that came up when preparing this episode were, what is the difference between wellness, well-being, and self-care? Do all of these terms fit together in some holistic package, or are they all bringing something different to the table? Today, I am going to dive into what wellness is, what these terms really mean, and how it all fits together in music therapy. There will be a lot of terms thrown at you, so don't feel bad if you have to rewind and listen a couple of times. Also, a reminder that all of the show notes will be at www.musictherapyandbeyond.com. Okay, to begin, I am going to define wellness. As defined by the Global Wellness Institute, wellness is the active pursuit of activities, choices, and lifestyles that lead to a state of holistic health. So when you partake in wellness, you are adapting proactive attitudes and lifestyles that prevent illness, improve health, and overall quality of life. On their website, they also state that wellness is not just about the physical self and that it is multidimensional. They list six different dimensions of wellness, which are one, physical, a healthy body through exercise, nutrition, sleep, etc. Two, mental, 
engagement with the world through learning, problem solving, creativity, etc. Three, emotional, being in touch with, aware of, accepting of, and able to express one's feelings and those of others. Four, spiritual, our search for meaning and purpose in human existence. Five, social, connecting with, interacting with, and contributing to other people and our communities. And last but not least, number six, environmental. A healthy physical environment free of hazards and awareness of the role we play in bettering rather than denigrating the natural environment. It's also important to note that these are just some of the most well-known dimensions of wellness and the list can vary. One word that comes up a lot in wellness is holistic. For those of you who might want to know what exactly that means, there are two definitions I will share with you. First, holistic is a philosophical idea and, as defined by Oxford Languages, is characterized by comprehension of the parts of something as intimately interconnected and explicable only by reference to the whole. You may need to rewind and listen to this definition a couple of times to really grasp the concept. I know I did. Second, there's also a holistic approach in medicine, which is also defined by Oxford languages as the treatment of the whole person taking into account mental and social factors rather than just the symptoms of a disease. So just to clarify, if we think of the terms wellness and holistic as a tree, holistic would be the trunk and the bark of the tree, and wellness would be the branches. Another term I want to define is well-being. A lot of people, including myself, have often used the words wellness and well-being interchangeably, but they are actually different. Well-being is defined by Oxford languages as the state of being comfortable, healthy, or happy. As the chairman and CEO of the Global Wellness Institute, Susie Ellis states, when you think about wellness, think prevention and health. When you think about well-being, think happiness. Going back to my tree analogy, if holistic is the trunk and the bark, wellness the branches, well-being is like the leaves. Well-being is the state of happiness that one strives for by using the holistic approach of wellness. All right, moving right along. Let's talk about self-care. This is a term that's thrown around a lot in modern society. The World Health Organization defines self-care as 
Self-care is what people do for themselves to establish and maintain health and to prevent and deal with illness. It is a broad concept encompassing hygiene, general and personal, nutrition, type and quality of food eaten, lifestyle, sporting activities, leisure, etc. Environmental factors, so living conditions and social habits. Socioeconomic factors, like income level or cultural beliefs. And self-medication. Just from this definition, it sounds a lot like wellness, but they are a little different. Going back to our tree analogy, if holistic is the trunk and the bark, wellness the branches, well-being the leaves, self-care is like the rain and the sunshine that a tree needs to grow. When you practice self-care, you are doing activities that promote overall well-being or happiness, which is the desired state of being when using the holistic approach of wellness. I hope that my tree analogy helps clarify the difference between all of these terms and found the information to be most intriguing. I promise that's my only tree pun. Okay, so for this next part, we are going to go into how all of these terms find their way into music therapy. According to Lorna Segel, I apologize if I am mispronouncing this name, she uh, has her PhD and um, MTBC. Music therapy and wellness is used to meet the needs of individuals looking to enhance quality of life, maximize well-being and potential, and increase self-awareness. Although music itself is used extensively to encourage preventative practices that help one maintain wellness, music therapy, which involves evidence-based practices designed and implemented by a music therapist, can provide interventions to help one regain wellness. So music therapy can provide interventions or experiences that address a variety of goals, and one of those goals can be to promote wellness. Another music therapist, Ann B. Parker, M-A-M-H-S-A, M-T-P-C, F-A-M-I, created a podcast episode for AMTA's Pros podcast series and states, Engagement with music involves body, mind, emotion, and spirit. Music can stimulate each dimension or all four dimensions simultaneously. Music participation is available to all persons on a continuum of age, culture, interest, physical and mental activity levels, skill levels, abilities and disabilities, etc. Music activities are easily and naturally adapted to individuals' needs, backgrounds, and preferences. So 
music is flexible. Music is able to reach so many different people and meet all of these different goals. Music participation focuses attention to the present moment. Music is a temporal, moving, process-oriented stimulus and or activity. Music therapy focuses more on what a person is able to do rather than not able to. Music participation brings signs, symptoms, thoughts, feelings, and behaviors to awareness. Music participation can be a vehicle for learning and exploring uncertainty. I think that last one might be my favorite. I did my music therapy internship in a hospital where we worked with individuals who presented with a variety of illnesses. A lot of these individuals were in pain, so we introduced music therapy as an alternative method of combating pain. Music therapy and pain management is another topic that I won't go into now, but the idea of promoting wellness in those sessions was very much at the forefront. I guided these individuals through music-assisted relaxation, which promoted awareness and relaxation. Instead of throwing another definition at you today, I'm going to give you a brief example of what I might bring in for a patient in the hospital that is exhibiting extreme amounts of pain. First, I would ask them to find a comfortable position on their bed. Feel the bed supporting each part of the body. And then I would move into noticing each part of the body we start with our feet, notice how they are resting on the bed, notice if there's any tension, if they're curled under, try and let that go. be fully supported by the bed. Our feet take us throughout the day. Sometimes it's important to just let them relax. Moving up through the groin and the hip, lower stomach area,
moving up into the chest. I'd like to invite you to take one deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. Bring your attention to your arms as we go through the shoulders, down the biceps, into your elbows, forearms and eventually all the way down into your fingertips. Do you feel any tension in your chest or your arms? If so, try and let that go now. Moving up into the neck face, the head, the shoulders, where we carry so much anxiety, so much worry, so much tension. I invite you to let that go. Send it away. You don't need it. You are here. If you are still awake, I hope that you have a slight understanding of how music therapy can promote wellness. This is just a very brief, very basic introduction into what I would do, and this is just one intervention of many. Music therapy is flexible and always evolving. How cool! Well, that's all I have for you today. I encourage you to do your own research and find what works best for you in order to be your best self moving forward. As always, thank you for listening to Music Therapy and Beyond. Please rate and review wherever you listen, and for all the show notes, links, and resources, please visit us at musictherapyandbeyond.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and email us at Music therapy and beyond at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Music Therapy and Beyond. <laughs>